0: Chocolate may have been your weakness, both with Flava Naturals, it's your strength. Flava Naturals chocolate bars transform delicious dark chocolate from a guilty pleasure to a secret weapon that helps you be at your best every day. Save 20% off your first order when you go to FlavaNaturals.com and enter code AMR20. As many of us know, struggling to sleep is no fun. And unfortunately, not sleeping enough can affect your problem-solving, decision-making, and running. Calm is offering a special limited time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com/amr. If you don't love your hair, it's time to leave your current hair care products back in 2020 and try Function of Beauty instead. Never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty.com/amr to take your quiz and save 20% off your first order. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. I'm joined once again by Liz Waterstrat. Hello, Liz. Hi, Sarah. How are you today? Good. You sound a little sweaty. I understand you are <laughs> fresh off a bike ride.
1: Fresh off a bike ride, out of the shower, uh, hungry, very hungry right now, but I'm going to rally. I'm, I'm going to get this done. <laughs> An indoor or outdoor ride? Today I was indoors. Now, I I do believe that we should chat a little bit about my found change experience last week. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so last week I was riding outside and uh-huh. really quick because the last time we spoke, you told the whole story about your found change and I just had this image of you diving under cars. I actually thought if Sarah dies, it will be <laughs> under a parked car diving for a quarter <laughs> person gets back into the car, doesn't realize she's (laughs) under there scrounging for loose change. Anyway,
0: it's all funny till it happens. Yeah. Uh Right.
1: So I'm out there moments after we had gotten off the podcast. I'm out there on my bike. I'm looking down at the road, of course, for safety reasons. And I think to myself, was that? I turn around and I go back and sure enough, there was a quarter in the road. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, this is a sign from the universe That I should never think bad things about Sarah and her found change. But also, I gotta tell you, it felt good because I've never been paid to ride my bike. And I came home from that ride, Sarah, with 27 cents in my back pocket. You found two more, you found two pennies then? I did. I may have had to abandon my bike and go into the gutter of the busiest street in Naperville to retrieve a penny with a guy in a snowplow looking at me like, woman, you are out of your mind. But I held up the penny and I mouthed to him, found change. <laughs> oh, Liz, I love you so very much.
0: <laughs> Particularly because on the podcast, you were like, um, Sarah, I never find change with such derision in your voice.
1: <laughs> I know, such skepticism too about this whole movement. Yes, <laughs> movement. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness. Yes. And you sent me a video and I mean, I'm impressed because you got, you know, cycling got to unclip. So it's not just like, Oh, I'm going to just turn around and go back. It's like, Oh, I got to turn my bike. I got to unclip the whole thing. Um, So, so wonderful, wonderful. So, um, so I'm going to introduce the topic of the show because then you have some very salient things to add about it. So about from your own personal experience. So this is a topic I've wanted to cover for a long time. It's running and music, but I could just never conjure up the right guest until I had a recent epiphany. And because the guest is songwriter, Charlie Harding, who is co-host of one of my absolutely favorite podcasts, which is called Switched on Pop. He's also the co-author of a book by that very same name as the show and has the subtitle How Pop Music Works and Why It Matters. He wrote that with his co-host. And so I was over the moon when Charlie agreed to be a guest on this episode. And then the whole thing has gotten even better because when I roped you into being the co-host, I originally did it, Liz, because you and I had had such fun putting together that playlist of, or playlists, I should say, for the kids' workouts in Love the Run You're With 2.0 Jr., And I was like, oh, this is a woman who loves music as much as I do. And little did I know, like you love it way more because you have actual musical chops. So um, so Charlie will join us in a little bit. But we got to have you tell us, Liz, about your um, musical experience in life and all that stuff.
1: Sure. Well, long before I was a competitive athlete, I was actually a competitive piano player. Mm. So I started playing the piano when I was five years old. And when I was in high school, I would go around to different musical competitions and compete. Yeah. And then I entered college as a piano performance major. So I went through juries and took all of the different theory classes. And I think I was maybe three hours into practicing the piano on a Friday night. In the basement of the music hall when I thought to myself, what am I going to do with this for the rest of my life? And I may have switched majors after a semester, but I did get a very good look at, you know, the, the level of professionalism and study and intent it takes to be a, a serious piano player.
0: Yeah. I do have to say when you're saying, you know, as a mom of now a college freshman and I hear you saying like, oh, and I, you know, did all this stuff to, to you know, have this major in college. And I just thought, what's she going to do with that major? <laughs> like, I, I realized that there are some mother runners spring to mind. Um, One, Natalie in Eau Claire, her son just graduated from NYU, I think in music theory. And now he's an assistant professor, I believe, at NYU in this. And he writes scores and all this stuff and i'm like wow like that is i just think there's so few jobs and so there are yeah yeah. and i think
1: you would have to go into like i think back to some of the the kids that were in the jazz ensemble with me in Mm -hmm. high school and now some of them are big professors in music and they have Mm -hmm. their own ensembles so you really have to be willing to 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 see the the long the long view of (laughs) of the career and basically go back into academia yeah yeah but, you know, I still play the piano. And how, how often and for how long? Not
0: three hours at a time and on a Friday night?
1: Oh, goodness. Well, I will say it is the one activity in my life that I can I, I find flow, you know, and completely Ooh. lose track of time. So I'm not sure how, how long I play, but I do play a few times a week. Oh. And, and I've, I've got to admit this, that my daughter expressed an interest in playing the piano this past year. So we signed her up for lessons. And I had I had one of those moments of a parent that just kind of warms you inside. So I was, I was uh, picking her up after her lesson last week. And the teacher comes out and she looks at me and she goes, you know, she's really talented. Mm. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh my God, I know. I know she is. Of course <laughs> she is. But, but I thought, okay, we also can't say that to her because you know, once kids pick up on that, they're good on something and you <laughs> like that they're good at it they don't want to do it anymore. Right. So I just kind of smiled and nodded. And I thought, well, that's nice to hear. She also really enjoys it. Oh. So, so she and I sometimes play the piano together oh. or she sings and I play. So it's, it's just a really nice. Oh, know, that's lovely. And how old is your daughter? Remind me. She's six piano. and a half.
0: Oh my goodness. That is so wonderful. Um, so my son and my, my, his twin sister, to a certain extent, they're both 15 and he definitely has a renewed interest in the piano. He's completely self-taught. And, um, and but he, we do have, I think he has an app that helps him. And oh my gosh, he will just, lately he's been really trying to perfect Claire DeLune and (laughs) so but yes so he though is um his sleep schedule as i've talked about before on the show is completely whack so you know there's nothing quite like being about ready for me to be going to sleep at 10 o'clock at night and suddenly hearing him pounding on the ivories (laughs) i'm like you know like it's okay if it goes on for a little bit but i'm like finally like okay john no, no 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 people are trying to sleep in the house um, so, um, yeah. And, and then he has an electronic keyboard and you can plug headphones into yes. that. Yeah.
1: That is what we have. And that is a beautiful thing mm-hmm. because as, as much as I love the piano, sometimes my kids just like to bang away on it. And I just mm-hmm. say, put those headphones on. <laughs> right right yeah yeah so uh,
0: i also love the two of you doing you know one of you playing and one of you singing it's like from one of the period dramas that i love so well That it's like oh elizabeth can you join can
1: please come up to the piano forte and play something for us sometimes my 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 oldest son he has picked up the trumpet now a musician he is not but i appreciate his <laughs> effort and so he'll bring his trumpet upstairs and i call us the von Waterstraps. <laughs>
0: like the sound of music yes have you taken down the drapes yet to make matching <laughs>
1: outfits for you all <laughs> yes grandma's curtains we'll be wearing them soon
0: <laughs> right right oh my goodness well so yes yeah, so so bring your musicality bring your sense of all that i have no musical ability whatsoever but gosh i sure do love listening to music so we will talk with charlie from switched on pop right after this Chocolate may be your weakness, but with Flavin' Naturals, it's your strength. Flavin' Naturals chocolate bars transform delicious dark chocolate from a guilty pleasure to a secret weapon that helps you be at your best every day. You've probably heard that the cocoa flavanol antioxidants in dark chocolate promote brain function, heart health, and even exercise performance. But get this. You'd have to eat at least five typical dark chocolate bars a day to match the flavanols used in most of those studies. I mean, I love me some chocolate, but five bars a day? Flavor Naturals dark chocolate, flavor bars, and unsweetened cocoa powder mix are plant-based and all-natural and contain five to nine times the cocoa flavanols in a typical dark chocolate bar. Five to nine times! Flavor bars are crafted by a world-class chocolatier. Yeah, I live in Portland, Oregon, the land of artisanal goods, so I can toss that phrase around. They come in five mouthwatering flavors, including my yummerific favorite, roasted almond and Himalayan pink salt. Mmm! I savor the tasty goodness for a mid afternoon pick me up at my desk or while watching some Netflix post dinner, and I curl my toes with glee, knowing it's improving my health! And pssst, two flavor bars are in the swag bags for our Love the Run You're With Spring 2021 program. Just saying. Save 20% off your first order when you go to Flava Naturals and enter code AMR20. That's F-L-A-V-A-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S.com and code AMR20. Flavonaturals.com code AMR20. Let's make 2021 the year to minimize stress and maximize sleep. Well, within reason. Building on those two platforms, we can enhance our wellness and continue making strides with our running, which is just one of the many reasons we're excited to partner with Calm, the app designed to help you ease stress and get the best sleep of your life. Calm has a robust library of programs designed for healthy sleep, like guided meditations, soundscapes, and 100-plus sleep stories narrated by send-you-off-to-la-la-land voices like Chike Akankwa, Ava Green, and Kate Winslet. And you can filter them by theme or narrator, letting you easily find what will soothe you best. More than 85 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds and get better sleep. You should, too. My sleep send-off is Soundscapes, Listening to a crackling fireplace or ocean waves helps ease my concerns of the day and, truth be told, drown out the sound of my husband's snoring. That trick is especially useful when going back to sleep after a 2 a.m. trip to the toilet. For listeners of the show, Calm is offering a special limited-time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com/amr. That's 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library and new content is added every week. Get started today at calm.com slash AMR. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash AMR, calm.com slash AMR. We've all got goals for 2021. Ones related to running, work, nutrition, organizing your garage, all the usual stuff. But have you thought about your hair goals for the year? A few months ago, I might've scoffed at such a question, but now I've discovered function of beauty. Ditch your current hair care, make the switch and set some hair goals. Function of Beauty is the world leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulations for your hair-specific needs. Here's how to get started. First, take a quick but thorough quiz to tell them a little about your hair type and, yes, hair goals, such as lengthen, volumize, and oil control. Next, choose your color and fragrance, or go fragrance and dye-free. Then Function's team determines the perfect blend of ingredients, bottles your formula, and delivers it to your doorstep. Every ingredient Function of Beauty uses is vegan and cruelty-free, and they never use sulfates or parabens, you can also go completely silicone free I had fun with my formulation calling it function of Bammers and making it the aqua blue a signature color of our brand I have super dry hair and scalp and my hair can tend toward frizzy so in the quiz I focus on goals like anti frizz soothe scalp and hydrate the shampoo and conditioner feel luxe and smell delightfully of lavender and my hair feels soft my scalp is way less flaky and my hair just behaves the way I want it Never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty.com AMR to take your quiz and save 20% off your first order. Again, that's functionofbeauty.com AMR to let them know you heard about it from our show and to get 20% off your order. functionofbeauty.com AMR. So Charlie, welcome to the show. And I'm so pleased to be talking with you. And um, before we jump in, I have to gush for a moment because every time (laughs) I listen to your podcast, I just, I can actually feel new neural pathways being created in my brain. Like you and Nate make me appreciate music in so many new ways. And I really, I'm not blowing smoke here. i It's true. I oftentimes listen to your episodes twice because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not like intelligent enough to have grasped all that the first time around. So, um, so thank you for joining us.
2: That's such high praise. Thank you. I'm, I'm thrilled <laughs> to be joining. You. What a lovely conversation.
0: Good, good. So I know from asking you on Twitter that um you say that you are a runner when you're not injured. So I'm hoping that doesn't uh, mean yeah. that you're injured right now.
2: I unfortunately am currently injured. I was one of those overly ambitious early quarantiners who decided to start doing high intensity interval workouts because I don't have great running areas that were safe nearby in my neighborhood. And so uh, I happened to, to get a injury it's embarrassing it's called jumper's knee it's tendonitis (laughs) of the knee and it's it's only people who do a lot of jumping from high intensity interval workouts get it and it's still just it's just bugging me so i'm not running right now but i'm a lifelong runner i I ran uh competitive cross country in high school and have have always run
0: oh all right all right so how long have you been sidelined though
2: since march of 2020. It's, oh
0: oh it's no, so, oh, so it was oh it was like rapid descent into oh, injury. Y- yeah, right sorry. away. <laughs> oh 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 I'm sorry.
2: Oh, that's okay. No, you know, we all heal. I'm, I'm I'm in PT, getting through it. Um finding new ways to to move my body. It's good. Good, good, good.
1: Well, Charlie, but before we sat down to talk today, we dug into some of the research on music. Uh, looking at how it might be able to help runners and we found that there are some significant effects especially for female runners and we huh. found that there's support that it can do everything from improve, improving mood and performance lowering perceived exertion lowering oxygen consumption and actually speeding up recovery so huh. what do you think do you think that music has magic powers on the body
2: oh <laughs> well, i think obviously think that music has magic powers in general um you know mm-hmm. the there was a book that really inspired us to get going with our show, Switched on Pop. It was uh, Oliver Sacks' Musicophilia. And Dr. Sacks was known for documenting sort of uh, the unknowable medical cases of the sort of uh, ends of human experience. And he wrote a beautiful book about about music and musical experience. And it was in reading his case studies of people who would get – spontaneous musicality after getting struck by lightning, or um, documenting uh, patients with late-stage dementia who would still learn new music on the piano, all these incredible feats of the mind and body and soul. It made me realize that music isn't just a sort of background luxury of human cognition, but rather elemental to our human experience. It affects The way we learn to communicate when we are young we all coo uh, Mm. at at babies we all learn speech through intonation and emotion through intonation and uh, I think uh, one of the most powerful things about music and I'm sure we'll we'll discuss it is that music doesn't have a a center in the brain rather it's something that requires many of our different faculties from language and pattern recognition uh, emotional regulation and so on and I think that that is part of what makes it magical that it really requires so much of us. And it is a uniquely human experience that um, while there are some other animals that can keep a beat, um, it, music is really, truly human. And it doesn't surprise me that it has positive um, effects while we're running. It's, it's totally unsurprising because it, it is magical.
1: Yeah. And thinking along those same lines of, of the beat, It's so interesting to me that even though music is so ingrained in us, most of these studies actually found that music had no influence on heart rate. Hmm. And Mm -hmm. you would think that the opposite would be true, that as we hear faster music, our heartbeat goes up a little bit, we get a little Mm -hmm. bit more excited and revved up to go. But the studies actually showed the opposite, no effect on heart rate.
2: (laughs) You know, that's interesting to me because uh, sort of the most common tempo is 120 beats per minute. Like if you open up music software where you're going to record music, it just defaults to 120, which is double mm-hmm. a healthy human resting heart rate. So mm-hmm. I think that there's a certain amount that we like tempos that are around certain heart rates. But I'm also not surprised that there is a discon- there is no connection between when we listen and how it affects our heart rate. Actually, in fact, that might be dangerous and <laughs> <in> raising, <laughs> um, you know, if, if you go to your speed metal concert and all of a sudden you know your heart's working too hard that. <laughs> Probably might not be healthy, but um, one of the amazing things about music is uh, the actual tempo of a music doesn't necessarily connect to our feeling of its fastness or slowness. A good mm-hmm. example would be like uh, you know this, the song that's taking over the charts this week is Olivia Rodrigo's "Driver's License." And this song is a very fast tempo. It's actually at 144 beats per minute. That's like breakbeat level. It's a very fast tempo. It's not as fast as you go, but it's it's up there. And yet it's a ballad, and it feels slow. The way she sings it is very languid. And so slowness and fastness is actually not necessarily connected to tempo. And I think that, that then that sort of insight... Brings us back to how we might relate to music while we're running. I think it's actually possible to listen to music which is in a slow tempo, but actually feel as though it's fast music. A good example would be like trap music, which is usually in a slower tempo, um, anywhere from like seventy to ninety beats per minute, but you can actually feel it in double time. And so, even though the the tempo might be going along dot dot dot. You can also feel it – or – right? So there's all kinds of ways you can subdivide that beat. And I think that allows us to feel music in many different ways and it explains why when we're running, we might actually prefer slower music or faster music that there isn't sort of a medical dosage, which is the right BPM for running.
0: mm you guys often talk about trap music on Switch On Pop, and I'm mm-hmm. always just like, I, I'm not sure I know what trap music is. So I, I, after this, I'm going to now look it up so that I can know exactly what it
2: is. Trap trap music is it's a it's a style of uh, southern hip hop, uh, primarily coming out of Atlanta. It's been around for multiple decades, but it's been the predominant sound of hip hop um, and, and and even popular music really of the last four or five years. And it's it, there's a couple of characteristics. Uh the primary one is the stuttering hi hat, so you'll hear like a hi hat that'll go tut, but then it will stutter. It'll go and then there's also what's called an eight oh eight, which is a really low sub bass sound originally derived from the eight oh eight drum machine, which is a famous hip hop drum machine. And uh and that that's the sort of like those kind of sounds and those <laughs> those combined usually with a, a a snare in the middle is sort of a, a typical trap beat very syncopated slow but can be felt in many different time divisions
0: okay so i'll put you on the spot then if i'm to listen to if i want to hear like quintessential trap what song should i listen to
2: um you know i would definitely put on like i think the song that that really brought it into a lot of people's attention would be like future's mask off um, okay. oftentimes the lyrical subjects are dealing with some of the, the, the darker subjects of life and that's dealing with issues of addiction and so on. Um, but it, it, but the music has become a, a form of party music, I think because of its highly syncopated nature. So you're not just on the downbeats, it's kind of dancing all over the place. And, uh, and because of these stuttering hi hats, you can feel it as really fast music or really slow music. So you can kind of dance oh. to it however you feel.
0: Oh, wow. Oh. That's interesting. All right. Okay. So you talking about tempo and fast and slow that um, yeah. almost leads perfectly into my next question, which is um, that on Saturday, I went on a run that turned out to be nine miles and my pace was much faster and yet felt re- relatively easy. Um, and for most of it, I was listening to Taylor Swift's latest evermore, which, huh. you know, as you of course know, is not exactly high energy beboppy tunes no. So and I kept kept telling myself, slow down, slow down, like you know, there's no <laughs> race on the horizon, like I, I'm just going to go. And yet each mile, you know, when I would pop up on my GPS was faster than the last mile. So what forces do you think are at work here other than the fact that I absolutely love Taylor Swift?
2: <laughs> well, first I want to congratulate you on a really great long run. That's a suit. That's a, I mean, when you're outpacing yourself mile by mile, that just feels good. And it's awesome yeah. that Taylor is helping you do that. <laughs> yes. You know, I think this points to what I was saying earlier, where, where while it's really very valuable for us to understand music scientifically and what it does for us because it advocates for you know, the important therapeutic uh, qualities of music. I think that it's not necessarily, um, we want to be careful of medicalizing music. There isn't a perfect dosage. There is not a proper genre. There is not the thing that is going to perfectly make you outperform yourself in running. Like there is no one playlist that will do that better than any other playlist for all people. Instead of medicalizing Music, I think it's better to think about it like a relationship or a friendship, and your relationship to that music is the most important thing. Does it give you a sense of uplift? Uplift mm. doesn't necessarily have to come from fast music. You could listen to Debussy, which is often very slow music. I love you know, listening to Debussy piano, and it's it's um, you know, it can it it, it can be wandering and fantastical, but it, it gives me a feeling of uplift. It gives me energy. I think you can listen to dark music that gives you energy. You can listen to your speed metal. You can listen to whatever. whatever You can listen to doom metal, which is a style of incredibly slow metal music. Um, you can listen really to any genre. As long as you have a, a good relationship to that music, it's probably going to help motivate you don't listen to the music that's going to put you to sleep like you you probably know what that music is for you and for me that actually might be um, you know, folk music in the style of Taylor Swift's Evermore. Like, I love lying on the sofa and listening really quietly to that music. So maybe that's the wrong music for me, but it mm-hmm. works for you. And mm-hmm. I think that as people think about how am I going to construct the perfect playlist for my run, grab the stuff that you have a good relationship to and you know it gets you going. That's the most important thing. And so I think that you running to Taylor Swift and outpacing yourself is just awesome and I, I, I have no idea why that is other than she's a great songwriter and she connects uh on a very emotive level and it obviously connects for you Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. you saying that reminds me of some of my the songs that i have on my playlist from marathons of years past and like i'll add in songs that like my kids have done i have um 15 year old twins and they when they were in middle school they were in shrek the musical Uh and so like, you know, just saw the songs in that. And I know that if I were to share my playlist, we would be like, wait, this got you going at mile 24 of <laughs> Twin Cities Marathon? Like, what are you thinking about? And I mean, like, there are tears mixing with my sweat because I'm like, oh, I loved when he was, you know, baby bear singing that song, you know, letting our freak flag fly, you know? Um, so, yeah, yeah, there's, I mean, I- there's.
2: I I think musicals are great, right? Musicals have so much uplift in them. Uh, friends of mine were running for like years listening to the Hamilton musical. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. That is about revolution. That is about, uh, reclaiming who has a, a, a right to, to, um, to be present and represented in our country like you know there's a lot of reasons why and it's also connected to the history the entire history of hip hop like obviously that's going to get a lot of people going whatever works for you and so musicals great <laughs>
1: So moving beyond the, the tempo and, and the beat of the song, yeah. let's talk for a few minutes about the lyrics. And mm-hmm. I know Sarah is a big fan of Alicia Keys' Girl on Fire, and I might connect more to Tom Petty's Running Down a Dream when I'm out <laughs> there doing a track workout. So what do you think? Do you think it's more of the, the driving beat that's propelling us forward, or do you think there's something to the lyrics of the song?
2: You know, I feel like I have to answer this by saying that there are just so many different components to music that might be the thing that really works for you. Like it could be the lyric, because it has a you know, grab a song like "Stronger" or like you know, there's there could be some central theme to that song, and if you're someone who really connects with lyrics great. Grab those songs. Like Maybe if you're a really lyric-forward person, then you need a playlist of, of just like all motivational songs that might be completely across genre, that might be fast and slow, but they all have that, that sense of like they're sending you somewhere. For a lot of people, it might also be timbre, the sort of the quality of the tone that you're hearing. Um, often timbres are associated with genres, so you could maybe what you really gets you going are the sort of high, buzzy lead tones in electronic dance music, and you just Want to fill your whole playlist with that? I think the only thing that we ought to look out for, though, is watch out for music that you might get too absorbed in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are other studies that disconnected from running that shows that uh, we can maintain a level of peak performance and uh, attention in our studies and in our work if listening to music, but we have to be careful that there is—it's not music which is too engaging, meaning. You don't want to lose track of the email that you're writing or in the case of running, (laughs) you don't want to get so absorbed in the music that you completely forget that you're running. However, (laughs) I think it's that putting our attention towards something else whatever it is in the music and if it's the lyric that drives you that's great when we put part of our attention there it means it might grab part of our attention that is the voice saying okay i'm kind of tired or like you know my thighs hurting or like you know i'm recovering from this like whatever it is which is bothering you which might be slowing you down maybe you can grab that part of your inner voice and put it to the music but don't grab the part of you which is also keeping your feet going forward and is also making sure that you're not running into the street and is also making sure <laughs> that you're, um, you're paying attention to your heart rate, paying attention to your breath, paying attention to all the things that you do need to attend to while we're running, all the things that help us feel like we're escaping in the best way or feeling our best self when we're running. Um, don't lose that in the music. So it's important to find a, a healthy balance. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're not going to say your famous line if you're only listening to the lyrics, you're only listening to half the song. <laughs>
2: <Come> <laughs> well, <on. laughs> I mean, yes, that's that we've definitely said that a good amount on our show. And, and, and that's kind of in the idea of like when we're trying to think more deeply about what music means or how we can connect with it. Um, uh-huh. I do, I think that's true. But uh-huh. I think the purpose, you know, music has so many different purposes in our life. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's to feel of a sense of collective gathering Right, we love singing holiday carols, and that feels like we're together as a family or as a community. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're running, uh, the purpose of the music is to support that run. And I think you should listen however you want to listen at that time. If you're in my shoes and you want to understand the making and meaning of popular music and all music, then yeah, I think it's important to sort of open our mind and be curious and explore the depths of music that we might feel less comfortable with but again Mm -hmm. like i said like you don't want to be like uh my dad who uh was surprised when he was running in the fog and ran straight into a stop sign that stopped him (laughs) dead in his tracks he was fine (laughs) but right like a a famous story of just getting sort of too lost in the run don't let the music (laughs) do that to you so you know if you're talking to me at any other time i'm going to tell you to listen to music in all kinds of ways to be curious but here it's got a singular purpose make your run the best run it can be
0: yeah yeah. So so for me the lyrics and the music equation really come into play in a song like Sia's Unstoppable. So, you know, it starts off slowly, and, but then when the chorus kicks in with the I'm unstoppable, I'm a Porsche with no brakes, I'm invincible, yeah, I win every single game. But I remember <laughs> I was um MC at a race and I um I think I had let it was a really small race, so I let them use my phone to ha- be the music that was playing over the finish line speakers. And Unstoppable came on, and I mentioned to the race director how much I loved it, and she literally blanched at me. And I just was <laughs> like, "Wow, okay, you have really <laughs> strong dislike of this song." And I understand it starts off slowly, but man, that chorus just like does it for me.
2: That's awesome. So, you, you know, i i I could totally see where I would n- discourage. Sort of as a general rule of thumb, there's no there's no you can break all rules and music can break all <laughs> rules. But like as a general rule of thumb, I would think that like slow builders, ballads, power ballads, like maybe they wouldn't be a good choice. Maybe you want something which is a more consistent tempo, like throwing some James Brown, where it's just like the the drums don't stop. Mm-hmm. Then again, like maybe what you need is when you're in mile 18 or something, you need that thing which is going to build that apex to like, you know, give you some place to go to. And so uh, there's kind of no wrong song. Uh, Maybe you want to throw that song on at that particular moment, though, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. I think we should be careful of listening to songs that might like slowly like decline, descend, feel slower. (laughs) Like that might have a negative consequence on us. Again, though, like it's all about what your relationship to that song is. So if that's the thing that gets you going, I think you should listen to it.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) thank you for that permission the uh and and you talking about the the order of songs like when i put together a playlist for typically a marathon or a half marathon like it has got to be in that order and i so vividly remember the marathon that was my ended up being my pr and i had it was 2009 so i must have just had like an old timey um ipod and I had like had it on shuffle mode and I realized that within the first mile I was just stopped. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this has got to play in the order. And you know, I don't know how many <laughs> seconds I lost on that, you know. <laughs> so but I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, we gotta, you know, Usher's gotta be with me, you know, at that in the final miles. Right. He can't come on too early. So um oh, yeah. yeah, go ahead.
2: Well, to your I mean, this is what I'm saying is like you don't want the music to distract you from your goal. Your goal Mm -hmm. is to Mm -hmm. run well and, and, Mm and and to achieve what you're setting out to achieve in your run, whether that's in a race or in a workout. And mm-hmm. if if the music is a distraction, that is the worst thing that could happen. So make sure you got your technology set up correctly. Like <laughs> yes. get get like make, like double check that you're not on shuffle. Shuffle's not your friend here. Like make sure you've got the headphones that aren't falling out. Like you gotta you, know? you gotta be set up. You don't want this thing to uh, to pull you out of what you're supposed to be doing. Um, exactly. And 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 play, I mean, I think for a lot of people, I, I think that playlist order can uh, be very 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 helpful. Um, mm-hmm. And you know even better now that you know, so many of us. Have of some kind of phone that you can talk to that, you know, if, if you know oh. you're in that moment where you're like, oh man, I need Daft Punk's one more time. Like you can just mm-hmm. yell at your phone to tell you to do, do that. And everybody <laughs> around you is looking at like, why is that person yelling about Daft Punk? But <laughs> you're going to get the song that you need. So maybe, maybe, uh, maybe we're living in the sort of the golden moment of the connection between running and music so you can get, you know, cause you can pull up exactly the song you need without having to, uh, you know, fiddle your device.
0: Yeah, stop and get run into by other runners at mile one. Yeah. Watch gotcha out yeah. for those
2: stop signs. I'm telling you, they're dangerous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay, so given the name of your podcast and book, what is it about pop music that makes it so ideal for running? Um, on our Facebook page, a woman named Ingrid admitted she said, I'm not usually a pop music listener, but when I run, you better believe it's share share or doing believe or Lady Gaga Edge of Glory that gets my legs going.
2: Those are great examples. I love those. Yeah, uh, you know, popular music in – and I say this in, in the best way to a certain degree is the lowest common denominator of our listening. It's a thing that we're all exposed to, uh, even if you're not an active listener of popular music. Like if you uh, watch films or see advertisements or shop at the grocery store, like typically <laughs> pop music is going to enter your life and, and you're going to probably know a handful of the songs. And so – Um, you know, it it is that thing which is familiar and comfortable. Uh, But primarily, I think even, so even though I'm saying like music and running is all about your relationship to the song and like it doesn't have to be tempo, again, I think there are some probably good rule of thumbs where like, yes, if it's a lyric that gets you going, great. And I think tempo and the sort of um, the purpose of popular music uh, is uh, helpful towards running because really a lot of popular music is set, to get you to dance. And Mm. I think that movement is such an important part of a popular song that um, it's no wonder that, you know, most pop songs are going to be set in a tempo range, which are going to be ideal for moving your body. Um, They're Mm. not going to be, uh, you know, what's not popular right now, really slow string ballads of the, like, 1950s. Like, those aren't really popular (laughs) right now. Primarily actually because there's been a real shift in the social function of music and that music was often serving adult audiences who are coming home tired from work. Like now music is (laughs) written for like – teenagers to go dancing to and it's going to have an accompanying tiktok dance that you need to perform and so you know you're not going to get those really slow tempos in popular music as much and you're not going to or like slow feeling music with the exception of ballads and similarly you're not going to get those like really absurd fast tempos that are happening in i don't know uh, like various subgenres of punk music that are happening in pop that might be only useful for like thrashing your body uh Mm -hmm. you're going to get like something in a steady somewhere between like 90 and 140 beats per minute and that those tempos are generally you know really conducive to moving your body and so it's just like it's an easy it's an easy win you're like i don't know Mm -hmm. what to do like if you're if you're a loss and like i don't know what to add to my playlist if you go to the hot 100 like the majority of the songs in the hot 100 are gonna be upbeat like songs whose purpose is to make you feel something and to move your body and that's probably going to be a good accompaniment to your run
1: <laughs>
2: unless you hate pop music and if you do like i don't know yeah go listen to tchaikovsky like whatever works <laughs> you know this is the thing it's like there are rules in pop music there's rules in music and they're all bent to be broken and the same is true about your relationship with music like if they conform to the things that are sort of most common awesome you know like we are human we are social we like we all uh choose to conform to some things and choose to reject other things and whatever works for you in music. I, as you can tell, like I am equivocating here because there is no perfect dosage. It's just what works, even though there are some things that work better than other things generally, but if they don't work for you, that's fine too. You're great. You're a person. I love you.
1: (laughs) So we've touched on this a little bit already, but let's, let's dig into a little further here. The elements of a great running playlist and sure. i think this will connect with a lot of our listeners you know the majority of them will be women and we found a study in 2015 that supported the idea that listening to preferred music had a larger effect on the endurance running performance of women than men so hmm. we know that it connects more with women so hmm. what do you think what what are the elements of a of great running play, play excuse me playlist
2: i mean i think a great playlist is going to have You should think about building a playlist like a DJ thinks about building a set, which is that there is going to be some kind of arc to it in the same way that your workout or run is is going to as well. Like you might have a warm up before your run. You might be doing some stretching, right? Right. You, your first mile might be a slow mile, intentionally. You know, whatever whatever you're trying to do, like you want to build your playlist to work with how you're thinking about building out your run. Similarly, you know, if you're a marathon trainer, you're doing very different kinds of of runs each day. You know, some of them are extremely long, and others are, you know, just to keep things going. And other days are rest days. Like you need to build the playlist, which is supposed to work with that arc. So think about where. Think about your workouts and, like, think about how you feel at different stages. And are there things that are going to motivate you? Um, obviously, the people who have uh, – <laughs> the, the, the trainers and, and, uh, at places like spinning classes have really figured this out, right? Where it's like, you know, they basically are DJs and workout classes. Think about this for your, for your run. So uh, start out with something which is medium tempo find a way to build the tempo or build energy. And and when I say tempo, I really mean like it really should just be your sense of does this get me going? So start with something which is like just, you know, easing you into it. Create some increase of energy. See if you can sustain that. If there's a part of your run where you know in mile 10 you're intentionally doing some kind of you know, interval something, and you're gonna you're gonna slow down over some period. Maybe it's good at that time to sort of find a song that you know is gonna slow down, and then you know towards the end find the song which is gonna get you over the finish line. I had mentioned earlier one of my favorites is uh, Daft Punk's "One More Time," and it's mm-hmm. you know one of these perfect songs because it's a uh, about <laughs> it's really long. You know, I think it's like seven minutes long, and <laughs> it just says or at least like the DJ mixes certainly are, and uh, and. It just says one more time over and over and over again, which for me is entirely <laughs> motivating, and it has a fast beat. So that works for me, and that might be the song that you need to get you past the last couple of miles. So think about that arc. Um, think about what 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 kind of stuff gives you energy and what kind of stuff uh, helps relax you. Because at the very end, you should find something which is going to help bring your heart rate down. Even though there's no association between music and heart rate as you establish, like, things that make you feel calm are going to help you in your recovery period. So it's a DJ set for a run. That's that's all I can say. And and the best thing is you get to choose what you love. Don't you know one of the things with music is so often I think there can be like this in the sense of inferiority of like, I don't listen to the cool music, or like, am I listening to the right music? And especially in this conversation, I just want to emphasize there is no right music. It is whatever works for you, and this is your special thing. How like what an incredible privilege to give yourself that gift.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, I want to know from Sarah, Sarah, what is the song that gets you across the finish line? Last ten k of the marathon, Where does your playlist go?
0: Oh, well, first of all, Charlie, I like that yours is seven minutes long because um, <laughs> uh, I don't have that luxury, but that um, so when I ran, vancouver marathons in canada um it was may 6 i don't know 2013 super hot day unseasonably warm the sun comes up really early in you know that far north and so it was just stupid hot by the time i was going down the um finish shoot and it's like it's in the city by that point and it's just the longest straightest you can see the finish line arch for ever, but I just was convinced I was never going to get there. (laughs) And so Robin's dancing on my own, which is one of my all time favorite songs came on. Maybe what turned out to be, I I don't know, a mile and a half away from it, but still I could see that finish arch. And, and so, and also that song really reminds me of my younger daughter. She used to dance to it when she was really little. So it wraps up so many things that you were talking about, Charlie, like I love the beat. I love Robin. I love the lyrics. I love thinking about Daphne, like all this stuff. And so I just kept hitting repeat and I just was <laughs> like, yep, gonna listen to it again, gonna listen to it again. So, um, I guess Liz I would have to say that it is Robin's Dancing on My Own. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. And how about you?
1: I don't have a particular finish line one, but I'm thinking about a start line. So, mm. I did Ironman Texas back in 2015, and as I was crossing the start line going into the water, uh, Sia's "Titanium" was oh. playing, and it was just the perfect song for the day. You know that whole idea of "I'm um, bulletproof, proof, and mm-hmm. nothing can get to yeah. me," and uh, it was. It's a song that still to this day, when it comes on, I think about that exact moment. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I, I, I yeah. love that example because you know I think with Sia, she's someone that we've looked at deeply. We 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 wrote a book as well, and dedicated a chapter uh, to the quality of Sia's voice, mm-hmm. and there is a. Well, she's incredibly multi talented in the way that she uses her voice, but so often there's this sort of like grain and roughness to it. Like you can feel how hard she's working for those notes. And mm. I feel like that is something you can really emotionally absorb and mimic in, in taking on that. Like, I am, I am pushing, I am like, I'm breathing hard. You can mirror what she's doing. I think that's a great example.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so and and charlie what is it about music that makes us be able to remember a moment and in this case so particularly in a running race or a triathlon in liz's case like they're just i mean hmm. when i the um first time i uh, ran boston i just was going down boylston and um i'm not gonna say his name right probably um mattis yahoo it Matt, is am i saying that right the um live like a warrior
2: gosh i don't even know (laughs) i'm supposed
0: to be the Um, expert but um that i'm gonna look it up because i know i know he's from seattle Uh and um anyway so and i just again i i think i replayed it but you know just that message of live like a warrior and i I mean saying it right now i can see the bleachers on either side of boylson i can hear the crowd you know feel how tired i am like what what is it about music that uh, is so evocative i guess
2: well, music and memory are deeply interlinked, and I think this probably – i I'm coming as the, like, songwriter and critic, not as the scientist, so I'm just going to speculate just very briefly here. But I, I think it, it probably has something to do with the fact that we don't have a musical center of our brain. Like, it actually requires us to engage, as, as I was saying earlier, many different parts of our faculties, uh, in, including memory. Because when we're listening to music, m- music is this very strange art form that it is so temporal, and it is um, – It's In many ways, fairly abstract. It's only happening at every given moment. And part of what we're doing when we're listening to music is actually anticipating what is to come. So Mm. whether that's a a chord progression that is familiar to us or um, rhyme is part of the anticipation, uh, right? We're looking for a word which is going to uh, be harmonious with the previous phrase. And so... Uh, we are engaged in an active process of uh, memory, uh, activating our memory, remembering the songs that you know we've heard before, relearning those memories, but uh, relearning those melodies, um, and also anticipating what's to come potentially in, in new music. Which actually leads me to just one other, it, which I should say is like that's that's why you know any point in life when a song comes on, we're like, oh, that reminds me certainly of my of my wedding or you know mm-hmm. the prom or what like the song is is so interconnected to memory. It's also why we. We've had um, so many of the great texts of history have been passed down orally before they were mm-hmm. passed down and written form. When we commit things to meter, melody, harmony, and so on, uh, and rhythm, uh, it, it just engages memory so deeply. So um, it, it's unsurprising that this, this occurs in, in in running as well, And which just reminds me of one other great piece of advice as you're constructing a playlist. Sometimes mm-hmm. – um, Finding a song that you love that is just a little bit different, uh, embracing the remix is a really great way to give you a little bit of extra oomph. And there's two reasons for this. One is that in remix culture, you're going to get usually slightly faster versions of that song. And again, we you know, established there's no science necessarily behind it, but for me, a faster song is going to get me moving faster. So if that's true for you, uh, mm-hmm. remix is usually going to be faster. And so you the song you already know, usually a slightly hev- heavier beat going faster. But also, one of the uh, established things about um, why we enjoy music is that it has this perfect balance balance of novelty and familiarity when you hear Mm -hmm. things that you know where you can anticipate it it's greatly rewarding but if you know it too well you can get tired of it and you don't want to get Mm -hmm. bored of the songs that you love uh, Mm -hmm. that could actually discourage you from uh, keeping your pace so if there's something you really enjoy or maybe something you've kind of like outgrown but you had loved find the remix of it go like there are endless remixes of every song on spotify and all of the streaming services soundcloud mm-hmm. has great dg mixes so that that could be a really great way to add some freshness to your run with the things that you love they're going to get you going even further because that that balance of uh novelty and familiarity i think is going to really help you nice
0: it's actually um you saying about you know getting tired of it's why only allow myself to occasionally listen to taylor swift's the man because i'm like <laughs> i don't want to wear it out it's like yeah. it's a it's a vinyl and i don't want to get too many grooves in it in my mind
2: <laughs> fine covers fine remixes that i think those are definitely really fun ways of enjoying the music in yeah a new way. yeah
0: it's it's sometimes why i love listening to um is it walk off the earth Is that the name of that band or what? And they do covers of everybody. And so I'm just like, Oh "Oh, yeah, it's perfect. I I hear it, but it sounds kind of different.
1: That's great.
0: And the, the, the artist I was thinking of is Mattis Yahoo. It's one word, M A T I S Y A. Right, 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 So I was so botched his name that you didn't recognize it. So, um, so, so um, harkening back to your dad hitting the stop sign in the fog. <laughs> Sorry, um, Dad. The, the, uh, and I'm also thinking there was a really short stop sign or your dad must be super tall to be able to hit this <laughs> or maybe just hit the pole. I don't know. But um, uh, so so the, the you know sometimes a song works because you get lost in it like again yeah. on our facebook page um monica mentioned that this happening to her when she listens to clint eastwood by gorillas mm. and pretty much all of gorillas songs have that effect on me so um and then terry said um she listens to um this kind of relates to getting lost and the um, show tunes um she listens to songs from the greatest showman that um, Mm -hmm. Hugh Jackman musical and then thunder by imagine dragons. And she gets lost in the song and the cadence and she just feels like she's flying. So I don't know. What do you think are the elements of a song that make us get lost in it?
2: Well, that's a beautiful thing. If you're getting lost in a song, what a great human experience. Um, Mm -hmm. It's, it is obviously deeply personal, um, mm-hmm. I think it does have a lot to do with what I was saying earlier, um, having that right balance of novelty and familiarity. If something's too novel, you're probably not going to like it. If it's too familiar, you're gonna be bored of it. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, in those examples that you gave me, uh, Gorillas is just this great cross genre, just really finding new ground, and they usually have a very effective propulsive beat. And and for mm-hmm. me, that works in 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 in, uh, in my runs uh when i think especially of the imagine dragon song um that that is a a piece that really builds and for some people that's gonna be the thing that you want you want the thing where it's like you're gonna start like the song is gonna give you enough to begin with where you're not starting slow like you're not starting from nothing like but you're you're instantly engaged like a Great film that like grabs your attention, but then it just mm-hmm. keeps on building and building and building. And I think that the quality of a song that has um, less of a, a roller coaster and more of a like a, a constant crescendo up to some giant apex can mm-hmm. feel a lot like what we're trying to achieve in our races. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when when you know you're kind of constantly balancing your level of exhaustion with your Pace, And you're having to mm-hmm. give more to maintain or exceed your pace when you're tired later on. Sometimes I think that kind of build can help you feel that sort of getting lost. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I do have to say, unfortunately, like so many of my answers, it's a deeply, deeply personal thing <laughs> about what we get lost in. Um, I think it's, it's, it's worth paying attention to, though, if you know what you get lost in just do more of that for me i get lost in rhythm very syncopated music drumming which is super confusing and all over the place but for some people that might be like i can't put my feet in front of each other because i didn't i don't have a constant downbeat so you got to be careful like the as i said like this isn't medicine but it, it, you know if you want to use the analogy be careful this is like power it is powerful medicine and so <laughs> you got to it just it happens to be that it's uh it's very hard hard for uh, someone to give you the, the perfect dosage of just what you need it's it's something you know you, you need to have a relationship to it and uh, when you find those things just just you know, keep doing them
1: so i know a lot of us get stuck on our favorites i mean i've been rolling yeah. the same playlist for maybe 3 years now and I and I enjoy it more and more every time. But you're you're so you know deeply involved in new music. Is there anything right now that's flying under the radar that we might not know enough about? Know about that would be a great addition to a running playlist.
2: Huh, that's a great question. What I do is every week at my weekly meeting of my team, we actually the first thing we do is we share what we're listening to, and so we actually just have a running playlist of. Uh, what Switched on Pop is listening to. I update it every single week. It's been going for over a year. We usually add five or six songs each week. And um, and it's all over the place. We have a really diverse team in terms of what they listen to. Um, and so a couple of things that came up recently that I think could be really motivating. Um, we just uh, had, uh, very sadly, the passing of MF Doom, who was one of the most important underground hip-hop artists. And he has this intensity of rhyme which is so powerful. Like the rhymes are falling on top of each other. And for me, that's like, I can get lost in that. And so Mm -hmm. I think MF doom is a, is a really great example. If you want something in the world of hip hop um, and you really like, yeah, really great rhythm. Um,
0: Okay. And when you say, you say MF as in the first word is mother.
2: I you no, know, I'm not a hundred percent certain what MF stands for in Doom, Oh no, no,
0: but. but I just wanted to make sure we were saying M not N like Nancy.
2: Oh yes, 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 M as in mother. Okay. Correct.
0: Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't at, trying to get you to swear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: Yeah. So that's been a great listen. Um. I've also um been really into uh, the, I guess, I guess we've been listening to a lot of hip hop on our team. Chika is really extraordinary. C-H-I-K-A. Uh, uh-huh. similarly has a great throwback sort of sensibility and, uh, is, uh, oh my gosh, her, her lyrics are dexterous. Um, and <laughs> lots of, uh, especially, um, for women listening, like she's just, she's so, the way she talks about, gender and identity in her music is really empowering and powerful. And so I think people really Mm. enjoy Chica as well.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well then, then we got to ask what pop songs should, you know, what new pop songs should people be adding to their playlist?
2: What new pop songs? I mean, Mm. I'm thinking about like, honestly, we're in a moment So we're in January of 2021, and Mm -hmm. in January there's often not a lot of new music that drops, often because the Mm. Grammys is at the end of the month or early February. The Grammys actually got pushed back until March, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I am right now listening to a lot of songs that have been slow burners that have just stuck around. Uh, I think... Mm. You know, a couple that I would go to of some real favorites would be uh, Harry Styles' record, uh, Watermelon Sugar is a really fun song. Um, I would go back to Lady Gaga's Chromatica from last year. Uh, Dua Lipa's Future Nostalgia is, you know, just pure disco. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, even we're going to be talking about on our show uh, in two weeks. The is the endurance of the weekend's blinding lights, which is you know obviously a huge TikTok hit. Though you know that also makes me think, if you're just like out of ideas, mm-hmm. there are now uh, TikTok hit playlists on Spotify and oh. TikTok songs that blow up there. Like they're often, yeah, they're so connected to dance. And they're often really fun, but that could be just like a super easy win for you. Go find Mm -hmm. TikTok playlists, and there's going to be a lot of fun stuff.
0: Oh, I like that. I like that. All right. Excellent. Well, Charlie, you proved that you are indeed the perfect guest for this (laughs) topic, so thank (laughs) you so much. (laughs) All right, and I hope you get over that running injury soon.
2: Oh, thank you. Well, you know... All credit to running. It wasn't a running injury. Running has proved me so well in my life. It was leaving running that it actually hurt me. So yeah. <laughs> um, to all those who are injured out there as well, I see you, I hear you. I hope you heal as well. Thank you. All right, take care. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: Well, I know I'm going to start listening to those TikTok hit playlists because I got a-,
1: oh, I got don't, a fr- don't, listen. <laughs> once, you, once you start on TikTok, you are signing away 30 minutes of your life. You, you won't be able, trust. I resisted and then a friend's like you gotta go on it so I did the other night and all of a sudden I'm like what am I doing on Will Smith's TikTok page at 9.55 at night why am I not sleeping why am I watching Justin Bieber and his wife dancing in their living room he has a beautiful house by the way
0: see don't do see, it you know, it's transporting I'm all about being transported So, hey are you putting up the the playlist that we put together. Oh, sure, and that is coming out on Friday as well. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, so that is going to be, um, and and you, we collaborated on the playlist. You put the finishing touches on the fabulous title. It is Finish Line Feels, and it was um, prompted by the conversation you all, you and I, had before um, when we were putting together notes about you know kind of songs that take us back to finish lines. Unfortunately, there was already a Finish Line Feels pod, uh, playlist on Spotify. So ours is Finish Line Playlist by AMR. Um, and it's also on Apple Music. And yeah, and that's going to be in our newsletter. So yeah, people can listen Great. to it. Yeah. And it's I think it's going to be just one of the first collabs that you and I do, Liz, for playlists. Um, and
1: by the end of this collaboration,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we are going to have more than one country song. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: because Sarah Don't like think- I reminded you not everyone is as progressive as you are in Portland
0: <laughs> at finding quarters but see I'm, I'm I'm branching out I'm turning other people into quarter finders. so <laughs> eventually <yeah. laughs> then
1: I'm gonna get some Luke Bryan in your life Thanks by the end of 2021 if it kills me Sarah
0: no see the Luke Bryan song is on there it's that other one the what was oh, the, 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 the love love my life yeah I sorry. love this life yeah sorry sorry what was it, it was like a it
1: wasn't this it was it by low cash
0: yeah i was about to say it doesn't really have a name like it's more like a name of a band yeah so i vetoed that one so um all okay. the haters it's, can we, hate on me for that's that.
1: okay yeah. you know you'll never see me running to taylor swift so we can <laughs> we can have our disagreements here we agree to disagree and the haters are gonna hate
0: Uh <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. But the thing we want to remind people of, Liz, um, that you also have a big part in is our Love the Run You're With Spring 2021, which registration for that just opened this past Monday. And the program kicks off on February 1st. It is four months of training with a virtual event every month. As I say, you are one of the coaches who will guide, encourage, and motivate people along the way and it starts with a timed mile that's a you really need just a short playlist for that one um and then it will culminate in late may with a virtual team relay which we did in the second iteration of the love the run your with series so much fun such a blast and liz i'm going to tick off some of the swag that people get because it's pretty amazing you get a custom limited edition t-shirt from our pals at Corsa, get a tube of noon immunity, two sleeves of goo chews, including one of salted lime, which I cannot wait to try that flavor, two amazing flavor bars, which are healthy dark chocolate bars, a custom scrunchie, a metal, and four bibs. So you can pin a bib on every time you go out there and do one of those virtual events. And you get the opportunity to add on one of our four custom hats, which are just so incredibly cute, So again, registration is open. Uh, The program kicks off on February 1st. We only accept a thousand people and we are far more than halfway full. So waste no time, people. Go to anothermotherrunner.com and click on the events tab in the top nav. Again, that's anothermotherrunner.com. Click on events in the top nav. Our podcast today was produced in Portland, Oregon by Alex Ward from Sounds Like Pictures. Many happy miles.